Hello, hello. Welcome to Inspiring African Travel. It's James here and welcome to Series 4. We have decided to dedicate this series to celebrating 2022 as the year of traveling to Africa. We've called it. Travel to Southern and East Africa is well underway. Things have kicked off this January and February much better than we expected. So for the next couple of months, every few weeks, we're going to get together and talk about what is happening in the travel sector. We're going to bring you news from people operating on the ground in the destinations across the continent and also from travel companies around the world that sell the destinations in Southern and East Africa, you know, the lifeblood of our, of our industry. So we don't want to spoil it for you, but it will involve definitely a trip to the pub in the UK uh, where I'll be sharing a tasty pint with one of the tour operators here that sells Africa. We're also going to chat to our friends in the travel sector in the USA, across Europe, and really just see what trends they are seeing and the demand for travel in Africa at the moment. Our goal is to bring you real-time feedback about the bookings into the continent and to give you ideas and, of course, inspiration. Andrew Flat, our man on the ground, uh, at the moment he's in Zimbabwe he is there in Victoria Falls attending Africa's Eden travel trade show the first new kind of travel show in Africa he's going to be sending us really short interviews as he moves around Zimbabwe and Botswana uh, for us to share on the podcast uh, from people from all walks of life in the African travel sector so we're really looking forward to sharing that on the podcast we're also going to reach out to our contacts in Tanzania Uganda uh, and also Rwanda, just for an insider's look into the travel trends over there as well. So if you're listening to this and wondering, is this podcast for me? Um, well, I mean, this series really should be enjoyed by anyone who is affected by the travel sector in Africa. We hope those of you working abroad in travel companies who send people to Africa will have the opportunity to gain ideas about overcoming obstacles, um, some inspiration for you. Any, any tips that we help, we hope, will build momentum for travel to Africa in 2022. At the same time, we're going to be chatting to lodge, hotel, safari operators in Southern and East Africa about their news on, on, on the arrivals, some of the challenges that they have, as well as some ideas uh, that they have and the forecast for the year ahead. And of course, if you're listening and you're a traveler who just loves Africa, well, we hope you'll really just enjoy hearing stories from everybody uh, from all corners of Southern and East Africa and really give you that inspiration to pack your bags and come on over. So that's the short intro into what we've got in store for you for series four. Um, but if you've got 30 minutes to spare and um, while you do the ironing or driving home from work, then please feel welcome to listen to Stuart and I now coming up as we share a drink on a Friday evening and chat about the upcoming series. Full disclosure and apologies to the Germans out there for absolutely butchering my translation of goosebumps into German. Um, and our chat will certainly involve a few off-topic diversions. Um, but nevertheless, we hope you really enjoy it. And if you are just, by the way, interested in seeing this painting that we speak about in the intro coming up, I have asked Stuart to pop it onto our website, which you can find on inspiringafricantravel.com. 
And while you're up there admiring um, this amazing painting, uh, why not just click on the social media icon over there, um, give us a follow, um, or if you're really keen, there's a contact us page and send us a message. Tell us what you think of the show, maybe give us a suggestion. We're, um, we're up for that. Okay, here it is. Have fun and we hope you enjoy this series coming up. Take care guys, cheers. Nice, nice background, dude. What's in the cupboard there? In the cupboard. Why, why is it open a little bit? It's freaking me out. <laughs> Are you worried about those cupboard ghosts that come out? Listen, more to the point, look at this uh, amazing painting up here. Whose is it? It's my father's. He painted it? No, he did not. Uh, he purchased it. Okay. Can you, can you see what it is? Well, sunflower. It's a sunflower, yeah, but it's uh, it is more than just a sunflower, Stuart. It's the mountains. Yeah, it's the Pyrenees Mountains, uh-huh. and then the hills of Gascony, and yeah. in the shape of some nice um, rounded bosoms. Nice behind the sunflower, obviously, which represents the the sunflowers of of southern France. Yeah. Uh, connected to some guy in a suit. So I don't know what the significance of the businessman with a sunflower face and the breasts behind him is. Where's the guy with the suit? I don't see it. There, there's his tie. Okay. In the middle and like yeah. the open part of his suit. Uh, and a now shirt. I see it. Now you see it? I think you take that shit down, dude. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> the guys in south of France don't have much to do, you know? Okay, are you pumped about this series, dude? Yes, but where's the... Did you send me a full script? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I thought so. Uh, <laughs> I thought... Um, I, th- I sent you the outline for the whole series, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty much what I'm working off. Okay. I thought we could just have a gas, mm-hmm. um, maybe with slightly less swearing than before. Yes. Um. But uh, I think the odd swear word is permitted on inspiring African travel, isn't it? Probably. Yeah. I think it's pretty free, you know? Yeah. One's free to say things as they need to. So after all that uh, impromptu banter, Stu, now that we're rolling, I mean, it's a big call, isn't it? 2022, the year of travel to Africa. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's a big call, but I think it's the right one, you know? It's uh Certainly, uh, we've missed in the past few years missed our uh, our traditional January January February March booking season, and uh, by all accounts, that's uh, well underway. You know, I mean, reservations people are are busy. We're phoning uh, agents; they're busy, which is nice. You know, so uh, I think it's a good sign. I think it shows that uh, there's that hunger for people to get get back to Africa. And I think it's easier now to travel to Africa than it's been for, you know, for a good year and a half. No, it's What's true. The feeling over there? Um, yeah, I'm with you there, mate. I'm buzzing. Yeah. Um, today was busy. Uh, it was a busy Friday, but it's good busy. You know, um, I had two or three phone calls from travel specialists asking questions about, you know, combining certain lodges and, new packages and you know they want information and 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 two of them said that they cannot keep up 
with the demand. Um, Martin Mayer, the the guy in South Africa, he's he says he's just he's creaming ten itineraries a day, just throwing them out there. So, yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's brilliant. I mean I'm getting goosebumps, pumples, goosebumps, goosebumps, or pimples. <laughs> Those things, you know. Um, yeah. Or as, or as they say in um, in German, uh, Gunsfleisch. <laughs> Never heard it. It's Thank which you. direct translation is goose flesh, I think. <laughs> Thick goose flesh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's really, it, it is good. I mean, I've also, you know, on this side, um, definitely suddenly having people phone me. You know, we need a quote. We're trying to put a group together. We need this now. You know, it's, we haven't had that for a while. So it's kind of, you, you feel, you find yourself suddenly on the back foot, huh? because we're not used to, we're not used to people putting that kind of pressure from a reservations and a booking perspective, but it's a nice feeling, you know. It's like we've gone beyond um, light at the end of the tunnel. You know, this is the moment where we're out the tunnel and we're blinded <laughs> and we can't see what we're doing because our eyes are adjusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it kind of happened quicker than everyone expected. I think, you know, there was a down, obviously the usual downturn in the in the festive season. I think everyone kind of took a break, came into January and wham, it was there, you know. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's exciting, man. It's nice. Uh, I just hope we hope we have a have a positive year. But I think, by, like we said, by all accounts, it's looking it's looking really good. I'm having a beer to celebrate the end of the week and uh, a, and, and a promising turn in business. Uh, I'm, I'm in the UK still. Unfortunately, uh, Julia has not been well, so we're going to be here for a little bit while. Um, but actually, to be fair to Julia, she, we have to credit her, Stu, for this uh, series that we're doing um, because it was 100% uh, all our, her idea. I might have yeah. claimed it to you for, for myself when I sent it to you on WhatsApp, but yeah. it's, it's all Jules. <laughs> no, I know how it goes. You, you send me the message with the plan, and then, <laughs> and then I ask Jules if this is the real plan, and then she confirms it, and then it's fine, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's so, yeah, true. She, but she despite her not feeling great, she's, uh, she's still on top of it, which is, uh, which is good to know. We're making the most of being in the UK. Um, yeah. certainly, certainly a bit chilly and a bit dark early, yeah. um, but I'm thoroughly enjoying the tasty English bitter. I do enjoy yeah. a, good, a good ale. I'm making the most of it, but I am staying a bit fit um, as man. well. I've been going to swimming and, and, and jogging in the countryside. So how's your fitness level, Stooge? Are you keeping it up? Yeah, not bad actually. Got uh, getting back in the spinning game. I signed myself up for a for a ninety four k ride end of March. So um, time's ticking, you know. I feel like every few months you're doing a ninety four k ride. Yeah, but that's the only way I can I can keep on it. Otherwise, I forget. Uh, I lose my way. You know. You know what I'm like. So but I need rides. These, I mean, are they really a I challenge? Need... I mean, these bike rides that you do, uh, they, they keep, I mean, there's hills. You go down them, right? You just coast. No, dude, this is uh, Johannesburg. Huh? There's altitude, uphills and downhills. The last one I never finished. I never even got halfway through it. And then I had tire problems. So I've got a serious case of loser complex. So now I, I have to finish. I have to enter one to finish one, you know, so that I'm back in the game. Fair enough. 
So yeah, it's not bad though. I mean, at least we're busy, you know. I mean, it's it's been a wet uh, it's been a wet summer so far for the year. I mean, I think we've had more rain days in uh, January than we have. But Johannesburg, I love Johannesburg when it's mm. green and lush. I actually yeah. dislike it immensely in the winter when it's cold and dry and and dusty. Mm. Doesn't, uh, but it comes to life in the green season. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much beautiful about Johannesburg in the winter, but in the summer it is. It's, it's you know, late uh, late sunsets, uh, really good weather in the afternoons. If it's not raining, it's stunning. It's nice just to get in the pool and Friday afternoon. On the rain front, um, it's been pretty okay in uh, Botswana, Namibia, mm. Zimbabwe, those areas. Uh, quite isolate, isolated. I think there's some areas have had pretty poor rainfall others have had very good i mean down in mahari yeah. um in that drier area where they typically get two-thirds of the annual rainfall as as the okavango delta they've had more so yeah. so it's it's been pumping there but Amazing. um a couple of cyclones have pulled through unfortunately for Mo- mozambique they always get hammered along the coastline there but looks like there's another cyclone which will bring a good amount of rain into the area so more rain for that safari region, you know, around Zimbabwe, Botswana, Zambia. Mm. Always bodes well for a, a good safari season later in the year. So let's hope so. Amazing. As we talk, the bucket's down in Johannesburg. Is that that noise in the background? Was that the sound of yeah. uh, rain? <laughs> it's the rain. It's crazy. Yeah. Jeez. You so, see right? and the, what's the delta looking like? Are we looking in for a good season, do you think? Um, are, the, are the tourists going to be uh, wetting their lips to get into the Delta in the peak season? Um, I'm going to give a politician's answer and going to say <laughs> it's just too early to tell. <laughs> well, maybe put you on the spot a bit there. But... No, no, it's uh, I've, I follow it religiously, Stu. I know you um, do. That's why I asked, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, look, it's, uh, it's certainly a bit better than it was last year so far. Um, we, we, we're slightly above the curve, unfortunately, because last year was a low flood. We actually could do with a pretty hefty flood this year, but yeah. we'll see. Um, I think with all the rain that's coming down in the catchment area now and in the next few weeks, I think it's going to be decent enough. Um, yeah. so it should be there's, right. been, there's been quite a lot of rain in the Delta area itself as well, isn't it? Over the past few, few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, not 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 prodigious amounts of rain, not oh, really? biblical, but um, some areas have had high high amount of rain, yeah. others okay. not so much. Um, yeah. Chobi has had good rain; they've up to just under five hundred millimeters um, already. Amazing. Um, so yeah, it should be good. Okay, so the Chobi River and the Zambezi region will have quite a nice swell. Well, um, yeah, actually, um, the interesting part there is that the. Lake Liambezi has um, has filled up, which is the the lake to the west of the Chobe River, which feeds into the Chobe River. So you know how they talk about the the Chobe, like that that can flow from one side yeah. to the next. Yeah, that's when it Lake Liambezi fills up and it pushes and it overflows into the Chobe. So you've got the Liambezi overflowing into the Chobe on the western side and on the eastern side you got the Zambezi pushing in yeah. so that's that could happen this year amazing um, so it's probably a good time to keep an eye on those flood levels around that, that area and just to kind of see see our changes in the coming months it should be mm. quite good 
for sure. And what about, I mean, Vic Falls is, uh, is pumping right now, right? Africa's Eden. There's uh, some tour, um, trade show activity there for the first time in, uh, in quite a while. Yeah, well, thanks. Thanks, Stu, for bringing it back on track. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're <laughs> digressing towards uh, all things safari. No, it's awesome. I mean, Africa's Eden, let's bring it back to the, to the podcast series. So series four. Um, we're going to be chatting to a lot of tourism professionals, people on the ground, managers, guides, um, but also travel specialists who sell the destination. And we thought it would be a good time to crack on now because Africa's Eden, as you mentioned. So Africa's Eden basically is the heart of what the areas that we are based in, which is Namibia, Botswana, Zambia, and Zimbabwe. The first, they were they were pretty much the first online virtual travel show that took place during COVID. They, they launched it in July, 2020. Yes, that's um, right. Actually. Yeah. They yeah. did. They did a virtual show. Huh? And it was the first one for, for the African industry. And now mm. they're doing the first in destination one, which is taking place in Victoria falls, uh, literally in the next few days. Um, so yeah. Well, I'm and what's both. the, what's the take up? Do you know, I mean, are they, um, a lot of guys, a lot of, uh, Foreign, foreign Africa experts uh, descending there, keen to get stuck in. I'm sure. Well, it was it's the first one, so you know um, we can't expect it to be overflowing with um, with participants. But all things considered, um, people are definitely keen, and we spoke about it. Um, we also got the AGM that's happening, our Desert and Delta Safaris AGM, in the camps, which. Uh, which both of us have been to in the past. And, mm. and uh, so I sent a little, a little video clip to them. But just to say that as much as COVID has taught us that we can adapt and we can evolve the way we market by using more online technology, um, you know that very well from the videos yeah. that we're doing and uh, all the Zoom trainings and stuff, we can connect with a lot, lot more people by using digital technology. But it's never going to replace the face-to-face, eh? 100%. Ever. Yeah, can't agree more. And, and that's pretty much exactly what this travel show is all about. You know, um, rather than do these big trade shows in London or Berlin and wherever, they have their place. I, I, I don't deny it. But I feel the best kind of travel shows will take place in the destination that you yeah. um, are involved with as an industry yeah. so that people are living and breathing it. And uh, I think this will be a great travel show. So Andrew's going to be out there attending it and he's going to get some interviews with everybody. Um, um, nice. He's pretty much going to be our, what's the, what's the term for it? Um, our our roving journalist or whatever. Our roving journalist. Yeah. This is Andrew checking in from Victoria Falls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. In fact, he'd, be, he'd do a good voiceover like that. So I'm expecting that from him, huh? Like a, yeah, I know. I, with a I, microphone I, and, and standing there very official. Like, this is Andrew Flat from... I've got high uh, expectations as well. <laughs> yeah, but I think, you know, what the best thing about those trade, the trade show and the destination is that, you know, is the pre and post travel, right? I mean, obviously, it's, it's really cool that people connect on, a, on the ground and in meetings and everything. But then you get out... And you go and fall in love with the destination, right? That's what it's yeah. about. You go, you go and you spend five days. You, it's a whirlwind trip. You 
one night in so many different camps, but you come out the other end and you, uh, you know, the Botswana bug bites or the Namibia bike or the, it doesn't matter which one. It just, it's about being out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Couldn't agree more. And that's why I think it adds so much value. And I think it's a great, I think it's a great trade show. I think it'll do well going forward as it grows with popularity and people, people kind of get a, get a feel for what it has to offer. It's exciting. Yeah. And you know what I like about it as well is that that whole organization has been put together by the industry. Africa's Eden originated from, from the guys in Vic Falls who were fed up with the way that people were promoting, or, or should I not say promoting, the way they, they were publicizing the Vic Falls being dry. Um, yes. Remember that year? Yes. How could I forget? <laughs> now, <laughs> Imagine being from the Vic Falls and, and you yeah. know, that being your pride and joy destination and the way yeah. the way it was just mm. superficially exposed as being yeah. a, you know, like a sacrificial lamb of climate change, which we yeah. don't deny. But it's just anyway, that's where it all started and then and kind of evolved. You know, the people that run the committees, the people that have a say in where the sh- travel shows happen and what the organization does are people involved in the, in the, in the organization. They're not there to, 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 to make, to make money or they're not a marketing company. They're literally a gathering of people who are passionate about their destinations, you know, yeah. coming together. And it'll be good to chat to some of them maybe in, in the series, just to try and see what's happening off, off the back of Africa's Eden, like, how that the exposures work for them and how they kind of getting into it and, and what the year looks like for them as well. Yeah, for sure. We will. And I think that's exactly our aim out of this series is, is to get that, um, to feel the pulse of, uh, of what's going on on the ground and with those people that are, you know, running lodges or, or, or travel companies that are sending um, or booking people into the region, you know, mm. what is, what is what's happening? What is what are their challenges? You know, because um, you know a lot of the time, um, if we speak to the travel companies overseas, they need access to certain amounts of information that will help them, you know, convert sales quicker and things like that. And and what they need to know to tell, you know, what do, what do travelers need to know? What is their priority before yeah. they travel in terms of the information that they need or or that will help them get over the line in in, in coming to us? So hopefully we'll we'll dig out some real gems of, of information and, and have some good chats, you know, with everybody yeah. as we, as we go along. Mm. And you've got some plans to chat to some guys in the UK about uh, what it's like and how it's going on their on their side. Right. I mean, they, they sitting suddenly fe- fielding um, tons of inquiries with this massive growing interest in this, in, in Africa as a destination and kind of how, how they're managing that suddenly, you know, they also, you know, they've also been caught a bit kind of by surprise, right? I mean, suddenly they got all these inquiries and it's been quiet for so many years. So they've got their hands full as well. Yeah. Well, it's twofold. Firstly, I want to do a podcast interview in a pub because nice. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> is, that your, is that a life goal? Is that yeah. a, a bucket list item? So I just got to find a, a, a travel, uh, an African travel specialist in the area that enjoys a, a beard. I mean, but that shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> Nah, <laughs> those two come hand in hand. <laughs> um, once, once I I scour the industry for that person, um, then we'll go and we'll go and chat about it. Yeah, because it's 
I mean, it's so emotionally charged, isn't it? This, mm. this UK industry. I mean, let's say, look, let's look at South Africa, for example. Um, the UK is the, is the biggest source market of travelers to, the, to South Africa, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, although I've, I mean, rumor has it that the American market has overtaken that for the first time, but uh, it's a massive market. There's no denying that. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. d- dominated for decades. So, yeah. And it's been a mess. We all know what happened with Omicron and, you know, yeah, the fact that uh, the UK, you know, put South Africa and, and surrounding areas on the red list and stuff. So there's... There is no question that the, 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 there's pent up demand. It feels yeah. like a, a cliche thing to say, but how yeah. else can you, can you say it? There is yeah. pent up. The people I've been speaking to are telling me that it's exploded in the last three weeks in terms yeah. of the inquiries. And I think although the UK was so quick to put, you know, Southern, Southern Africa on a red list when the Omicron came out, I think we've all learned from that. I don't think... Yeah. I don't think we'll make the same mistake. If it if it does happen, it'll happen for a very, very, very short period. And people are, you know, they understand now we're going to live with COVID forever. Mm. We vaccinated, the vaccinations work, and we we, we can't live this sort of uh, start, stop kind of life. So yeah. people are they're seeing through that and they need to travel and they need to go soon. Yeah. And I think the positive thing is, I mean, you're right in that we learned and it was, it, it was hard. It was a bitter pill to, for, for the Southern African industry to swallow when, when the UK locked it down like that so rapidly and the knock-on effect. But on a positive side, I think everyone learned from that. And uh, it seems like those regulations and, and rules are being relaxed pretty quickly as well. I mean, I think, uh, I've been trying to track the UK, you know, how they how they relaxing their rules and regulations, and it's happening pretty quickly. I, I feel like I can't I can't keep up with it. With that with that in mind, I think we'll we'll have a couple of episodes with, uh, you know, someone in America, someone in in Europe. Uh, at the end of the day, this podcast is all about generating excitement for travel to Africa. Whether you're in the travel industry itself, you know, um, and working in the trade and like to know what's going on in, in the in the in the travel industry for southern and east africa but also if you're a traveler you know i think uh, we want to bring useful information through this podcast and specifically through this next coming series that'll be great for travel industry people but also for travelers you know just to hear stories and people of our lives in the industry and what it takes yeah. to 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 set it all up for for keen travelers yeah. yeah, and I think it's nice you know, for the traveller to, to following the podcast to kind of get a taste for, you know, the people who, who make the industry turn over. You know, I mean, you, you spend your, your, your holiday, which is a massive investment, to come to, to Southern Africa. You know, it's nice to listen and, and listen in and hear, that, yeah, you know, these are the people on the ground and this is how, this is how it really is. Um, so hopefully we can, we can deliver that this, in this series. And that the, the, the travelers will take it and say, yeah, you know, it'll help them connect with the destination even more than what they have before. Plus, of course, they'll be blessed with sophisticated and, and humorous conversation between ourselves and our, our, our guests, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of the process, right? You know, that's, that's the cherry on the top. <laughs> <laughs> and what about, uh, I have to ask you, what about the, um, what about the guys 
slugging away in 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 Australia and those areas selling Africa. Are we um, are we going to bring them in? Are they are they ready? <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> Neither do I. I ask the question. <laughs> ah, man! Only time will tell whether yeah. these Aussies and Kiwis went about this whole COVID thing the right way. Mm. Yeah, hopefully someone, one of the one of the Africa, what would be really nice is one of the Africa travel specialists out of Australia reaches out to us and wants to chat to us about how they're managing this whole process and, and how how they are ready to travel. And are there any left? I don't know. That's the thing. It's been, you know, I mean, we've all, let's be honest, every every South African has a family member in Australia. It's just, it's just the way it is. So, um you know, it's hard to try and get that information out of them and see what the what the deal is. Man. <laughs> I think that's a good call. Let's let's put it out there. I mean, we've got about sixteen subscribers, too. Eh? One of them is bound yeah. to be in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> okay. And if it's not, I'll send it to my father-in-law and ask <laughs> him to subscribe. If you're Australian or or a New Zealander and uh, involved in selling uh, travel to Africa, uh, get in touch. Uh, what's the email address, you? Oh, man, now you put me on the spot. Um, it's a good question. Hello, yeah. at, is it? Yeah, it is. It's hello, isn't it? It is, eh? yeah. Yeah. Hello, at inspiringafricantravel.com. Brilliant. Well, and it if it's not the time. official address, I'll create it before the end of the, before the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's an important market for us, and uh, blimey. I mean, it's just, you know, they've just shut their borders uh, to the world. Yeah. And, and I guess they're very lucky because the difference between Australia and New Zealand compared to Southern and East Africa is they can internalize their whole economies from a travel perspective because, yeah. you know, they, they can just turn to domestic tourism to support yeah. themselves. And we've done that as well. You know, we've relied heavily on travelers from from inside the region to to travel to us but it's it's not enough because you know mm. we we are, we're not a we're not first world countries we don't have that amount of revenue and we've got a very high end tourism product that relies on high high paying high net worth individuals from overseas so you know we, yeah. we it's not sustainable but i think yeah. in in new zealand and australia certainly for the short term it is sustainable and Will they, as a as a destination in terms of inbound tourism, come to regret their decision to sh- shut their borders? We want to just uncover where everyone's at. Huh? That's the that's the goal, and we just want to um, highlight that uh, this is the year for Africa travel, as you said in the beginning. Yep, and enjoy ourselves while doing it. Yeah, especially you in the pub with mm. the beer. Good to catch up, bud, and. Um, it's definitely going to be a good series. I think uh, our most exciting one yet, right? Yeah. Should we not call it season? Like season is far more dramatic um, yeah. and Netflix-like than series. You know, we own the we own the thing, so we could change the name if we want. Right? Season four. Say, yeah, we'll just suddenly start calling it season instead of series. Okay. And we'll deal with backlash yeah. from our fifteen followers, um, <laughs> and we'll go from there. Okay, done deal. All right, there it is. Season four coming your way soon. Uh, inspiring African travel. Stu, great to catch up, mate. Um, yeah, uh, nice to see you, buddy. Have a great weekend. Yeah. You too, man. We'll uh, we'll see you on the first uh, the first one. 
we'll, right. we'll chat on the weekend. Okay, fella, have a good one. Okay, say how's it to Jules? Will do. All right. Ciao, ciao. Bye.